My name is Joe Renee Feeler. I am so happy that you're joining us today. I am recording this on video to be shared later, and I'm so appreciative to all of you that are joining us live as well. Um, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about, don't we? Gosh, when I only meet you guys for every month, once a month um, in these gifted webinars, I really, like a lot builds up, and I'm kind of like, okay, what? <laughs> what has happened in the last month that, that's still um, helpful now and insightful now? So typically I just start fresh um, since I've been sharing in the remembering workshops when I'm not here with you, beautiful people here right now. So <laughs> welcome. Thanks for coming together today. It's uh, hopefully a valuable and uplifting experience. That's certainly my intention for all of us. So welcome. The call-in number today for those that are participating live is 818-514-1022. And the topic for today's show is Ascension Cycles Beyond Bloodlines. Um, 
and I'm very excited for this topic. We've touched on this topic before, and yet I can tell that we're going to go into it in more um, and deeper layers so that we can really feel the uh, profundity, um, if you will, of these ascension plans that are in place right now and what they really mean for all of us and the open access for all of humanity. Um, uh, yeah, it's just <laughs> it's just so beautiful. And that's why we're here, to be a part of this beautiful ascension cycle. So anyway, wonderful. I mean like here, like incarnated kind of here, not just here on whenever you're listening to this. So it's the grander here. <laughs> Okay, I do have a lot of notes today. It was interesting. As I was preparing, there were a lot of um um there was a lot of uploaded topics and, and comments and um areas to be covered and sometimes when that happens it's more for something else that I'm working on um that may or may not feel appropriate for what we're sharing here today. So um I'm just going to follow my inner guidance in this regard. Um but I know the topic will say what it is. <laughs> Okay, let's talk a little bit about um, current energy flows, and I can tell I already need a drink. Sorry, hang on just a moment, please. Okay. All right, so there are some very intense energy patterns that are at place here. I've been talking a little bit about it on my Facebook page, which is Jill Renee Online. Um, if you're on, if you're a Facebook Facebook user, um, and I can tell that there's a lot of resonance with the, with many of you that this is something that you're experiencing as well. The intensity of these energy patterns um, are akin to like a, a champion figure skater. Either you know when you're when the energies are getting so rapid, the velocity is increasing as you're in that tight tight spin, and your toes are just perfectly connected with the ice, and your arms are just perfectly where they need to be to get that perfect spin, to get the perfect score, and have it feel uh, the most centered for you as the as the skater, if you will. Um, but amidst that velocity, if something goes wrong, <laughs> if somehow you get out of your center, it it's not pretty. It doesn't feel pretty. It feels like you're, you know, on the ice ready for the competition and then all of a sudden you're, you know, flying across the ice, banging into the sideboards. So it's a very um uh, there's a lot of extremes to the energies right now. There are moments where we feel when we are centered, like we're absolutely soaring. We're absolutely flying. We just feel like, oh my gosh, this, you know, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in the God self that's available to me in this lifetime. I'm, I'm, I'm being it. I feel it. It's so real. It's so tangible. And then the slightest thing can happen. The slightest little movement, the slightest little um, thing somebody says, or just the way the energy patterns around us are just kind of floating through our energy field. And sometimes just at just a whim, almost it's like crash and burn kind of feeling sometimes um, where you feel like you're out of your center. And from what I can tell with what's going on, it's not literally as, as ugly as it may feel from the inside sometimes. It's just that the juxtaposition of that inner sailing, uh, the, the centeredness within your God self, as I said, is so beautiful and so serene and it feels so perfect and so blissful, so bliss-filled that the contrast when we are out of the center, we're really um, getting intense and sometimes severe kind of um, reminders and taps on the shoulder of, wait a minute, you're out of center. Wait a minute, there you go. You're off. You're off center. Um, so it it feels worse 
um, than it actually is. From the outside, I mean, it's like people can't even tell that there's a blip in your energy field, depending on where they are and their level of self-awareness and awareness of energy in others. Um, but it feels almost more extreme to us, and I feel like we designed it this way. Because if you are the champion figure skater, the master level soul that I that I view you as and I view myself as, then you really want the slightest uh the slightest movement to be recognizable to you and you want it to feel like, oh, then if I do that or when I do that, then it's going to have this effect on, on the way I feel, the way I access my inner light, the way I can be that light and consistently and in a stable manner, no matter what's going on. So this is the fine tuning, folks. Um, it may feel very extreme, um, and yet there's a lot of intense energies set up right now to assist us in honing our ability to stay centered and stable in the light of God that we are at our core. Every single aspect of life is um, a, a semblance, an aspect of the light of God, the overall, you know, the God, the source creator, the supreme being that we are all uniquely a part of, Right. We're all an expression of that, a unique expression of that. So we all set up parameters and a system and an environment for us to operate within that allows us to hone our skill at accessing our light in a stable, consistent, and ever-expanding manner. So to me, the, the solar flares, there was a meteorite recently, um, all of these things are in kind of cahoots. They're all designed and carefully orchestrated components and elements and ingredients of us stabilizing and further expanding into the natural core of light that we are, raising it further to the surface, self-awareness, self-correction kind of mechanisms, um, self-tuning kind of adjustments that can be made. It's all so beautiful. And there are previous patterns that a lot of us may have been kind of programmed into of being very self-critical, a lot of self-judgment or judgment of others and um, wanting to point out flaws in ourselves and others. That mechanism of that way of operating is, is, from what I can tell, not going to serve us very well. It's really, really highly encouraged that we focus and tune ourselves to focusing on and being a radar for what's going well. Because it's what's going well that is going to recenter you. When we are focusing and self-analyzing on what isn't going well, we are pulled out of center. And we are naturally gravitating towards maybe others' center. Um, and I've seen, you know, that's just a pattern that I think is going on overall for humanity, that the grass is always greener is a is an analogy or the a term that we use here uh, in the States anyway, that it always looks like or it can look like, depending on how you're using your energy field and your operating system, it can always look like somebody else is doing it better or somebody else is getting it more easily or just doing a better job than than we are. And that sense of comparison and um, judgment and self-judgment is just, uh, they're doing an amazing job at being them, all right? That's not you. <laughs> what you may be so fond of and so um, grateful for in another is beautiful and just letting it be that and then allowing yourself to be the best you, that you also have unique abilities. You also have natural inherent pre-wiring for gifts of source creator that you have that the other person may not have. And together they make a magical quilt. 
It's like Joseph's uh, uh, magical coat. Was it Joseph's in the Technicolor dream coat? <laughs> I think I have that story right. Um, but the, it's the magical mosaic of all of us being our unique aspect of God to the fullest and most uh, creative, most open-ended, most expansive way of doing that. And in a conscious way, that's how this overall evolution of humanity this overall upward cycle, this overall upward momentum, this intense spin of the figure skater propelling us directly um, beyond the separation age limited way of experiencing ourselves. That's how this happens. Okay? We can only control the personal energy field and our own unique gifts of God that are within us. So recognizing that you do have them and trusting them, playing with them, experimenting with them, expanding them, and realizing there's always more. And yet it will never look like another person's, and it's designed that way. It's designed that way. Hmm. <sighs> Take a nice deep breath with me. Nice. <laughs> okay. Very good. I'm going to get another drink here. My throat is so dry today for some reason. Hang on. Let's see if there's anything else related to current energy flows. So many synchronicities, powerful synchronicities. I mean, I feel like there's more and more of those instances where, you know, I'm driving to pick up my daughters from school or something and somebody pops into my mind and I'm like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to, you know, respond to an email that they sent me. I need to do that. And then I'm just feeling that, oh, why don't you just call her? Okay, I'll just call her. And I call that person and, you know, they pick up the phone and they're like, oh, Jill, I was just checking my email to see if you'd responded to me yet. Um, so I picked up on that signal of that person wondering where my email was and I had said I would respond and I didn't as soon as I had planned to. So it's just this this beautiful clarity of purpose and connection and and again that kind of self that auto auto correcting auto adjustment cycle <laughs> that's available to us through that little prompt in my in my energy field of hey did you did you call them back yet um it's it's just so beautiful the way that we set this all up so with those synchronicities just smile at them embrace them and trust them as a as an adjustment system that you set up for yourself and that we all have available to us in this lifetime. When we are centered, we can receive those signals clearly without any of the beating ourselves up that we, you know, did it wrong again or that we're, we're never responding to emails on time or we, are, we never get this right. That pattern just uh, is ready to be restored and the full alchemy of the light that you are applied to it so that you can use your energy field amidst this Beautiful, beautifully tuned operating system to assist and guide and nurture and support the expansion of you and the authentic you in this journey. So, and in a in a conscious way, that's the fun part is when it's all at the surface and we're aware of it, right? Okay, let me see if there's anything else. I'm just gonna. I'm not looking at my, my notes anymore because I feel like those are good. Okay. Is there anything else related to the current energy flows to share here? Hmm. 
Okay, I can share that. Okay. Um, I, I feel like my team is asking me to recognize how much wisdom um, that you are personally accessing. Um, more and more of us are truly having these um, amazing aha kind of epiphany moments where the light bulbs go on. And there's tremendous wisdom and information and um, just awareness of an of an issue or, you know, really anything, problem solving it may be related to or just amazing kind of insights about, um, you know, how the, you know, cosmology or really anything. We are all kind of pre-tuned for um, different um, components, if you will, that are pertinent to us or pertinent to the human experience and the human upliftment cycle underway. And I, I recognize that within a lot of you, that there's more and more of that openness to the wisdom that is within us. I call it, I call it using that God card. Um, so good job using your God card <laughs> and accessing information and, and just having that um, having that source consciousness more and more readily available from within your personal energy field that you just know things or you are shown quote unquote things, um, information, truths, beliefs, um, the way things worked before, maybe in ancient times in, in a previous uh, golden age, something like that. And you just know it. It wasn't something you read in a book. It wasn't something another human told you. It's it's literally from within your personal and direct access to source consciousness that you're getting some of this information. And it is so fun, isn't it? <laughs> it's so fun. And then there's the trusting it, right? And what do you feel led to do with this information? Um, do you feel led to share it? Or is it more just about your bringing it to your, your surface of your in, integrating it with your human consciousness? that this is part of the reality here at this time, this access, this open access. <sighs> Good job, everybody. Even if you don't share it, it affects the energy fields here. It affects your personal energy field. And, of course, your personal energy field is, because you're in the human form, naturally connected to the overall human experience that we are bringing back online and even in a new way. So restoring it and even amping it up even more. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. All right. That feels complete in terms of the uh, current energy flow. So let's do um, a meditation. Um, I'm not exactly sure how, where we'll go with this, how deep and intense it will be, or whether it will just be kind of a light dusting off um, whatever. I have a huge deep meditation here, but I'm not even... Uh, I'm, I haven't decided yet if this is the place for this or if I do this in another way because this one is really, really deep. So it feels more like a workshop kind of, kind of one. Okay, where there's more consistent intention for what we're doing here. Okay. Hmm. Let's all get a drink of water, please, and while I discern this issue. All right, we're going to do the deep one. <laughs> Maybe all of you voted. The votes the votes have been cast. <laughs> okay, very good. Okay, the way that I recommend that you proceed with this um, is feet flat on the floor 
palms up on your knees, and I encourage you to close your eyes. Um, even if you're watching the video that will be available in the archives, the reason that we close our eyes is to further um, direct us to the inner slash higher, more expanded sensory awareness system that's available beyond our five human senses. Um, we are very visually stimulated, and that's not that's not a bad thing, right? And yet when you are uh, guiding yourself energetically to go within, um, your outward-oriented five senses can be inhibiting and kind of uh, dampening, really, to the experience of the vastness of the universe. Hello, that's within us, right? <laughs> okay, let's not be tricked by the holographic experience. <laughs> let's go within. Okay, my eyes are closed. <sighs> Encouraging you now to take nice, deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Feel free to pull your shoulders down as far as you can away from your ears, really helping open up your, your upper energy centers and um, unconstrain or deconstrain, unconstrict, <laughs> let go of any constriction that you're feeling in your physical body that is affecting your energy centers and the access to your your gateways of energy from you and your highest self, your, your God self. Supreme Source Creator. Okay, nice deep breath. Okay, beautiful job. Just allowing your body to completely relax. And now please visualize that there's this beautiful white, um, like an elevator a container, an elevator box that you'd walk into, and it's right in the middle of your head. And imagine that that elevator is just slowly, we're going to um, guide it downwards, down into our heart-centered space. Um, there's another intellectual center there, in case you didn't know, and that one is more connected and divinely connected to um, the omniverse, the cosmos, the galactic use. <laughs> And that helps um, broaden your reach of energetic frequencies, uh, the waves and particles of energy that can behave in a very, very dynamic and, and much more open-ended way than they can in this earthly reality from just the human consciousness, okay? So we're going deeper within what some call the heart-centered consciousness, uh, the gateway for you um, to source, Okay. So dropping that elevator box gently, gently down from the middle of your brain down to your heart-centered space. <sighs> and just notice how much more still and quiet it is here. <sighs> nice job. Okay, now please visualize that those elevator doors are opening uh, right at the stop of your heart, <laughs> the divine stop. And you're opening up, your eyes are still closed, you're stepping out of that elevator into the expansiveness, and you may just feel like you are immediately received by um, a gorgeous, gorgeous source of light that is, that is you. Um, the color frequencies that I feel in this light are a a purity of white light that is difficult to describe in the human words, but it is just, it's so self-illuminated. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, there's a purity and a, 
um, completeness, a sense of wholeness uh, to this light that is within you. And I'm just asking you to step right into that light, step right into the center of it and allow yourself to be amidst the glow of God, that you are at the core of your eternal state that we are calling upon in this experience. Let yourself be the glow to be that light. (sighs) Nice job. As you step into it, you can feel the warmth of the light that you are. You are expanding it by um, owning it. So let it be yours. Let it be uniquely you. Um, Claim it as your birthright. Claim the light that you are. Claim the light that you're standing in that is just enveloping you. And now call upon it to expand into a bigger source of light that is beyond the physical boundaries of your human body, that is uh, probably three feet or even three meters off of your physical body. Okay, just allow it to expand. Ah, Fully, fully basking and uh, tuning yourself to these light-based energy patterns. Ah, So there's so much motion and movement and opportunity in these frequencies. Full restoration, full and complete transformation into the wholeness of light that you are in your eternal state bringing that back online, making that accessible from within yourself because you can, because you want to, and because that's why you're here (laughs) in your human form. Okay, nice deep breath. And just as you inhale, breathe in the light that you are and then just exhale, just further expanding the sphere of your personal energy field. Breathing in the light, letting it go all the way through your lungs, all the way through your body. You're just just inhaling the light codes. And exhaling as you're tuning uh, through the pranic breathing. Again, you're tuning your personal energy field to these light codes, to the light-based experiences, allowing any of the separation age separation-based programs or coding structure that may still be remnants within you, allowing the light to settle in to the areas where there had not been light in your mental body, in your emotional body, just fully tuning you and recalibrating you to the light-based frequencies. Don't worry if there's anything that you feel like you're missing out on in the separation age version of you. It's still available. It's still there. It's just on another parallel reality. It's, it doesn't have to go away. You can call upon it if you want to, but I don't think you're going to want to. <sighs> okay, beautifully done. Okay, let's activate um, the pillar of light that is at our, the core of our human self now. Please notice beneath the soles of your feet, um, imagine, visualize, create, um, allow for a, a crystalline platform beneath the soles of your feet. It can feel nice and sturdy and stable. 
um, and yet it is very interdimensional. There's a lot of layers to it, and there's a lot of movement and clockwise and counterclockwise rotation and spin to it, and yet you are fully stable on this platform of light that you're standing upon. Allow your feet just to sink into the crystalline structure that is beneath you, helping you anchor yourself to your human state while accessing, while integrating and calling upon the divine nature of your eternal self, your sovereign self that is beyond just this human experience that you're having here, the timeless you. Nice big breath. Another one. Ah, okay. All right. Beneath the soles of your feet, call upon uh, the codes and structures that are anchoring you in this human experience. Uh, there are codes and blueprints and plans and intentions, design plans that you, as your timeless sovereign self, had set in motion for this reality, helping you be tuned and self-guided to a set of experiences and opportunities that you would uniquely be drawn to, to allow your unique God essence to reveal itself from within your human state, your human condition in the most beautiful, uplifting way that you can use that word condition. Experience, opportunity, gift, present. Okay. And just imagine like there's this treasure box, um, like a key unlocking within this crystalline structure, and you are just flooded with a fountain of light coming up through the soles of your feet, all the way up through your legs, through the core of your body, all the way up to your throat chakra, fully tuning all of your energy centers, the pillar of column of light that you are, uh, this lightning rod effect of source light creator within your entire physical body from feet all the way up through your head, through the top of your head, comes up through the crown chakra. Again, your third eye, your throat chakra, your heart chakra, your major and minor energy centers, every cell and pore and atom of your body is vibrating with the light-based codes and signature that you eternally are. <sighs> okay. Again, a nice deep breath. <sighs> okay. The light that's beaming out of the top of your head, just allow it to gently cascade in all directions within this beautiful sphere that you are operating from. Hmm. Uh, the sphere of you is just gently swirling. Uh, there's a, if you look down at it, there's a counterclockwise rotation to what's building here. And the torsion fields um, are pure light, and they're casting off light as they're creating and generating more and more light and warmth and even um, a gentle, not non-offensive heat of light codes and source energy, uh, God energy, God force. <laughs> that is within you. So just allow this um, this field, the spiral, a torsion field is a spiral. It's an upward, upward uh, spiral of energy. A coil is another way to look at it. And it's you. <laughs> so just allow that to do its thing. Let it spin. Let it rotate. And if you're feeling dizzy at all, just put your hand on a chair or a solid surface near you. Um, I wouldn't 
attempt to stop the spin because it's actually recalibrating um, your rates of energetic spin in your body. And that's to me, in my experience, has been a very positive thing. Let the recalibration occur. It's organic, it's natural, and it's very sophisticatedly guided by you, by your eternal self. It's operating the system for you, okay? Let it do its job. And in the process, letting you be you. Okay. Notice your hands for a moment, please. And notice that there is light beaming out of your hands, the palm of your hands, your fingertips. Again, just have your eyes closed. This is not a visual thing. It's not the physical matter is an outcome. We are energetically sensing and knowing and trusting that this light is beyond our physical bodies. It is cascading and emanating. It is self-illuminating your personal energy field. You are glowing now for those tuned to see um, the frequencies and the energy patterns that are beyond the visible, uh, the visible human eye. Okay, <laughs> you're glowing. I see you right now. <laughs> Beautiful job. Okay. Ah, feeling led to do a little toning right now for any of you that also feel the need to uh, create a sound in this vibration. Please do so. a tuning bowl, right? We are a tuning fork. Okay. Okay, beautiful rotation going on, you guys. I can ah, feel that rotation within myself. Nice job. Okay. Now, if we were to line us all up in a beautiful golden ring right now, And you may feel led to visualize that all of us that are participating in this, either consciously or in a dream state, they can this is a they can join us in another uh, reality, another parallel reality, conscious or superconsciously, and just imagine that we're all in this ring. Okay, we're all in this beautiful kind of auditorium without walls, um, the cosmic cosmic level experience here. And we are just noticing each other and the beautiful um, rate of spin that we've that we're demonstrating here, the mastery of the light that we are calling upon, uh, the eternal mastery of light that we are, the unique and perfect and divine expression of God that we each are. And as you may be glancing around this ring of light beings, light bodies in their full glory, you recognize that no one is the same. Some choose to have a broader rate of spin. Some choose to have a tighter torsion field when they work. Some choose to have a very tall energetic column and some choose to have a um, a shorter uh, uh, span between the uh, the column of energy and that it's more tightly connected to the physical body and some is just like 
you know, light years <laughs> off of the body in all directions. There's different color tones. There's different specks of color and frequencies of color. There's different threads that are woven through the, uh, the energy pattern of each of us. There are codes of who and what we are in this human experience that are unique to every single being in this ring. And all of them are beautiful. And all of them are special, including you. All of them have value and purpose and meaning exactly how they are, exactly how you are and how they are right now. Nice big breath with that. As we recall the process that we went through in activating the light within us, calling it to the surface, nurturing it, supporting it, allowing it to be amidst our our humanness, that we weren't uh, comparing it to others. We were just naturally guided in this process. And let's just hold on to that moment for a moment. Remember that as we go through today's message, okay? Okay, there's no need to shut anything down here. This is a this is a consistent operating system, always on infrastructure of light. <laughs> I just got to say that again. The always on infrastructure of light that you are and that you can be, that you can consciously experience in your human state, in your human level of awareness, integrating the light that you are. Okay. Nicely done. Okay, let's do a nice deep breath here in through the nose and out through the mouth again. And just consider this thought for a moment. The unique expression of light that I am is why I am here. Again, the unique expression of light, of source creator, of God that I am is why I am here. (sighs) Whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm being, whatever I'm seeing, smelling, tasting, touching, whatever, whatever I'm receiving, whatever I'm sending, never overrides the unique aspect of light that I am eternally in the cosmos and the all that is the representation of unity consciousness that I am, that you are, that every aspect of life, literally, (laughs) not just in the earthly planes, but in all planes of reality, non-physical and physical, is that light, no matter where they are, what they are being, what they know or don't know, they are still at their essence, eternally, light. (sighs) There's nothing to fix. There's nothing to force. There's nothing to cajole. And yet the remembering process does feel like going home and remaining human. Okay. Hmm. Beautiful, beautiful job. 
I encourage you to leave that um, state of awareness in your heart-centered space. Don't worry, your brain is 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 highly activated in ways that it actually wasn't 15 minutes ago. So you're still good. <laughs> your intellectual ability, your IQ, your capacity for reason and rationality is actually further tuned and further honed in this process. So let that heart-centered consciousness do its job. Just try it out. <laughs> okay, nice nice deep breath and wiggling fingers and wiggling toes. Okay. Okay. Any notice any sort of constriction that you feel in your body. If there's any sort of um almost like a blockage energetically that you feel anywhere and just allow a little mini um, mini torsion feel, just to kind of visualize that it's in the center of that. Let it spin, let it expand. Um, it's rooted in light, so you're going to see sparks of light fly off of it. And then just rotate um, that body part or whatever it is. I have something in my right knee. Um, and oh, yeah, there it goes. Okay, Ooh, like uh, fragments, just little dusty fragments that, that weren't even thick, but together they look like some sort of solid mass. Um, and in the presence of the light sphere doing its thing, you doing your thing amidst your physical body and your energetic layers, um, it reveals that it was just an illusion. And it just, boom, just dissipates. The structure that had held and blocked any light from within you is completely removed, completely dissipated, and back into the um, the allowance of light to be amidst that space, wherever it is for you. Okay? Mm-hmm. Nice job. Self-healing at work here, right? Okay, let's get a drink, please. I may run out of water today. <laughs> we'll see. No, actually, I think I'll have just the right amount to last me the whole hour and a half. Okay. Oh, all right, friends. Very nice job with that. Very nice job. And do you know the coolest part? That wasn't the meditation that I planned on. <laughs> I love it. I could feel that there was a whole other road kind of developing, and we were just going to go right down it. It was a beautiful path filled with beautiful tree-lined, a tree-lined path of of uh, glory and self-healing and self-remembering recognition of source within you, and that uh, that was divine. Uh, and I like this other one too, so I'll have to find something else to do <laughs> with this other guided meditation that I that I uploaded earlier. <laughs> and when I say uploaded, just for those of you that aren't aware with my, my Jill-isms, the terminology I, I tend to use, an upload for me is the recognition that the truly the all that is is within our personal energy field. And the way that I access that is that there are um, – you know, practices and techniques and protocols and wisdom that are revealed to me from within my personal energy field from right here in this heart-centered space. Um, And it is brought to the surface of my awareness as Jill. So it's integrated into the human consciousness through the way that I use my energy field. And it's an upload. Sometimes we call it a download, and that works too. Um, To me, upload just feels more natural because it is coming from within the, the heart and soul. <laughs> of the soul and of source creator. So it's um 
I like the term upload, but it can be confusing because, of course, upload means different things in our 3D world, right? Okay, special topic today. Oh, oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Oh, tingly in my left chakra here in my palm. That's funny. Itchy. <laughs> okay, shaking off that energy. <laughs> All righty. So the special topic today is related to ascension cycles in general and more more importantly, this ascension cycle that we're in right now, um, this phase of the grand cycle and minor cycles within it corresponding with um, the, the natural uh, re-membering and um, return to uh, more light-based experiences. Some would call it a restoration of a golden age portion of the revolution on the cycles of human experience and earthly um, earthly uh, earthly journeying. Um, and in the midst of this phase of the cycle, we are obviously um, moving into a golden age, and there's a shift of the ages taking place right now. Um, this upliftment cycle from everything that I've been shown, and I talk more about this in the, um, the documentary, The Platinum Age, Creating the New Earth, that rather than repeating previous golden age cycles and the way that we've accessed divine energy from within our human consciousness uh, before, um, there were enough of us that said, well, why not do something different this time? <laughs> we've we've gathered a lot of experience in the earthly realms and, and from our collective, the, the collective all that is, is experiences in human form. Um, so why don't we shake things up a bit? Let's see if we can go farther with this. Let's see if we can um, more fully experience uh, source creator, unity consciousness, whatever term best suits you, um, while remaining within the human self. There are enough souls that have gone through multiple ascension cycles um, uh, in a full and complete manner. And if enough of them incarnate, again, at this time, then there will be uh, pioneers that will guide this process, have access to the divine blueprints, access to all the codes that are needed, um, a level of not just self-awareness, but the capital S and <laughs> unity conscious awareness of the overall um, uh uh, energy patterns and, and I want to say mission kind of for the overall the overall age that we can set in motion something completely different than we had before. Now recognize the part about it there if there or because there were enough beings if you will in a uh, what some people call a self actualized state that would be willing to volunteer and incarnate at this time to set in motion this um, what we call platinum age because it really is going above and beyond the range of frequencies that were available in previous golden ages so going above and beyond the previous golden ages how cool is that right um, and for those of us that feel like we are kind of carriers of those light codes, et cetera, though, that's where the pioneering role comes in. Um, I'm like, I'm thinking about these different ways that I'm going to go next. I'm like, but when are we going to get to the bottom lines? <laughs> I just know we'll get there. Okay. All right. So that's a huge, and I've talked a lot about this in the volunteer, what it means to be a volunteer was a message that we shared in March of 2012. So I don't want to repeat too much of what I shared before because my passion is to, sh is to share another layer of the information uh, for those that are ready to receive it. And that's why I archive everything um, so that those that haven't heard it still have access. It's still accessible. Okay. Very good. Oh, I need another drink. Hang on. And I know I need to talk slower. Sorry, I get excited. 
<laughs> okay, I'm just laughing because <laughs> Gabriel's <laughs> Gabriel is he he cracks me up a lot, and he's like, so which which door are you can open now, Jill? Door number one, door number two. <laughs> door of wisdom to help us remember, right? And I'm like, I don't know, Gabriel, which door should we open now? We're in the divine hallway after all. <laughs> okay. Okay, beautiful. Hmm. Oh, I'm just going deeper to see um, within me what's, the, from my perspective, the best way to proceed with the next layer here. <sighs> mm. Oh my god, I get it. <sighs> okay, thank you. Both and Ra uh, were just sharing with me about uh the golden age that was experienced when what we call the Egyptian time phase and how that was different relative to this time phase. And I was I mean you could see me, I was just like, Oh god, that's right. <laughs> so the the remembering is happening dynamic for me too. Um Yes. Oh God. Okay. So in the midst of previous golden ages there were uh a selected few that were um receiving the um it's like the mystery schools there were only so many that were invited into the mystery schools that were only there were only so many that were kind of taught um in a very human to human kind of way the the structure of an ascended human um the way that energy is used the alchemical process that is necessary for um a full upliftment and a full restoration while remaining within the physical form so there's two different nuances that are completely new to this to this process that we're going through right now um one that i won't talk about as much today at least it's not my intention at this time is related to the fact that the restoration and um transformation is being done within the physical form that it's not necessary for us to leave the physical realities uh in order <laughs> and we're not going to fly off in the chariot kind of experience um in order to have that full ascension uh process be completed okay so that's the first one that's huge and then the second one is related to who receives the codes okay so in order for the golden ages of the the previous quote unquote because it's not previous right but in linear time it's previous experiences of golden ages there were certain code carriers that set in motion that brought online if you will the broader set of codes that were needed in order to um access and offer those broader light based uh waves and particles of energy into the physical reality they were brought online by the bringers the carriers um of these light codes okay so in that time frame there was a process and a protocol through mystery schools and other things that were really related to trying to identify or to um trying to maximize the potential that everybody who was a carrier um would have access to the teachings and the information that was necessary um for them to do their job to their fullest really because each one of them would do it in their own unique way so there was a very structured way of handing down the information from one not just generation to another because sometimes it was actually a child teaching adults i don't know if you knew that um that they had demonstrated such uh a, a level of source consciousness that no matter what the age um 
they were allowed to teach and share, but it was still the priests or priestesses or the other um, recognized leaders of the uh, the spiritual teachings, I would say, of the spirit-based teachings um, that were teaching the other students. So if it was a child, oh, my God. Hang on. The beliefs at that time were that only certain bloodlines and certain uh, family, certain you know, royal family, et cetera, certain genealogy would ever be carriers of the code. In that, in that timeline, the truth and belief-based systems was that um, certain classes of society even would never be carriers of, they would never be code carriers. In truth, they were. Oh, God, I'm sorry, this is just so big. It was like a cover-up. In the instance that I was just being shown of the child teaching the priest or priestess so that they could then teach the selected few to remember, it was all done uh, undercover. It was all done covertly. They recognized the ability of, in the example that I'm being shown, a child, or it also happened in, in manner of those that were not um, part of the recognized uh, carriers, uh, code carriers, um, that it was done behind the scenes, basically like in secret, um, that the priests and priestesses were gathering further information, and yet not, uh, to me, it doesn't look like it was outright malicious, but it wasn't just, it just wasn't accepted that that the priest or priestess could be taught from someone that anyone had wisdom beyond what they had, but they did. There were others that, that had a broader level of um, a further access to source consciousness in some instances than the priest or priestess um, or whatever structure or leadership, spiritual-based teaching leadership structure was in place at that time. Um, so even then, there were code carriers that were beyond the recognized bloodlines, the recognized genealogy, the recognized classes of humans at that time that would be code carriers. So they were even kind of um, hypocritical in their own way of operating that they knew that they had um, accessed it from, a, you know, a, a non-carrier, you know, by by the outward, I want to say propaganda um, carrier that they they knew that there were other carriers beyond those that were allowed into the mystery schools or into the the sacred teachings, and that's what we're doing different this time. Oh my God, I totally get it. I totally get it. Oh God. Oh. Oh my God, you guys, you can. I mean, think of how many times you guys we have talked about and we have heard others that are like us say, no more secrets this time. This is one of the biggest secrets ever. Because we are not doing it that way. Because what happened in Atlantis and some of the other upliftment cycles were not everybody had the teachings, not everybody had access and open access to who and what they were. 
so that they could be all that they could be. Because you see, in the midst of the shift, those code carriers are the bringers of those broader frequencies. And then they are offered to the masses. But still, in previous golden ages, they were highly controlled, highly manipulated in, in ways that probably seemed like the best thing to do at the time. And we are not doing that again this time. There is no one bloodline. There is no one set of family or lineage that has access to these codes. We are not playing that game again. And that is one of the many reasons why this is a completely different golden age, because it is not structured and manipulated by the limitations of the human mind about what is possible. We have so many incarnated beings in all blood types, hear me now in all blood types because I've seen those YouTube videos that say that only a certain blood type has this potential or this opportunity. I'm going to be really frank right here. It's bullshit. And I am, I am not going to support or condone any of that anymore. That's not why I'm here. So this is beyond age. This is beyond hair color. This is beyond eye color. This is beyond family lineage. This is beyond blood type. This is beyond everything. Because in order to have the code carriers be accessible and self-guided, where it was beyond the manipulation of a government or a hierarchical structure, we had to have these noisy code carriers, these kind of rebellious humans that were going to be their expansive light no matter what, and that the structure would be in place, that we would not be persecuted, that we would not be in fear of our lives, that we would not be silenced this time. Think about how perfect this all is. I'm able to talk to you without needing a speaking engagement or a book to get me invited to the party. I've got the internet, I've got a little camera here, and I've got my codes. We have everything we need. All of us. You have it. I have it. All of us have it. The reason that you are listening to this right now is because you know you have these codes within you too. You don't need a badge. You don't need an approval sticker. You don't need a certificate on your wall. All you need is to trust who and what you are and why you are here. And if that self-remembering comes from within like it does for me, awesome. If it is prompted and triggered and nurtured and supported in the realm of being assisted by someone like me, Perfect. Awesome. I don't care how you do it. I really don't. Oh, that we really need for this platinum age to truly come into form. And it already is, you guys. It already is. We are slowly, in some ways, very dynamically and very ahead of schedule in other ways, completely rewriting what it means to be human, what it means to be on earth, what it means to be um, an incarnated soul, all of those previous dogma about, well, if you're in a human body suit, then you must have karma to fix. You must not be a fully ascended being. You must not be completely self-actualized. You must not have reached the level of galactic shaman. You must not have successfully graduated from the mystery schools in your other lifetimes. You must have somehow missed a step 
along the corridor of your other journey, either while you were in the physical or beyond the physical when you were separating from the body and heading through the corridors of re-entry back into the home state, the cosmic self. It's a story. All of those are stories and what I would call a doctrine that allowed the separation age to be what it was while it was. It's not bad. To me, it, it doesn't have to be looked at as bad. All of that was very much much part and parcel for the opportunity for all of us that had been incarnated throughout the separation age to experience ourselves in a way that was separate from ourselves, our true nature as source creator. You guys, there's not many places we can do that. That is not a bad thing. To me, that does not in any way mean that we were hijacked or anything like that. I just see that in the midst of our previous experiences of golden ages, where it looks from the separation age experience like everything was perfect, there was still some room for improvement. And now I even see that to show more clearly than I did before. Thank you so much, Dean. So grateful. So grateful for the connection that I have with Source Creator. And it is such an honor to to feel this in my humanness. This is nothing I've ever known from my humanness as Jill. All of what I'm remembering right now, I've had to get to the other side to experience. I've never been able to do it with my eyes open, with, with eyeballs and skin and eyelashes and a heart that's beating fast. <laughs> God, it's just so perfect. It's so perfect. So some of us have been the one that was invited to the mystery school. Some of us have had the right genealogy. Some of us have had the right lineage, and we had all the training that we needed. And some of us have been that <laughs> that little boy or little girl or, um, you know, slave woman <laughs> Water carrier, um, oxen, you know, mine, m- mender, um, the one who mines the oxen to plow the, plow the fields or build the pyramids or whatever. Um, the the unsightly roles that we were code carriers and we were recognized and we were sharing wisdom in a way that was not supported at that time and yet we were recognized and either we were silenced or we were silently brought in through a back door and asked to share the information or um, somehow tricked into <laughs> supporting, uh, supporting the agenda of sharing the information with only a limited few. Um, we have had insight either personally through being in the body of those beings or as a spirit guide or a guardian or all the research that we all do <laughs> when we plan cycles like this. This is why this grand cycle and the point that we are at right now in this grand cycle is so literally grand because we have looked at the way. So let's let's take that grand cycle if you're looking at it in a way that's up and down like a water mill kind of experience. Flip it on its side for a second so it's horizontal with, with the floor, wherever you are, with the earth. Okay, take that and then allow that golden age cycle to not be flat where it repeats itself in a two-dimensional fashion over and over and over again. And when you get to that phase of the revolution, <clears throat> that there's going to be 
Sorry, that there's going to be light-based, more light-based experiences amidst the other uh, yuga, basically, of more separation-aged uh, frequencies and therefore experiences being offered. This is That's not how it works. <clears throat> there is, it's not two-dimensional. It is like a spiral. And we are upping that spiral again through the recognition and the learning and the experience and all those things. The creators that we are in our all that is states said, what if we tweak some things this time? I know normally souls don't incarnate after they've fully ascended, after, they've, after they're fully self-actualized, after they've gone through all the training of electric shamans. I know that you guys don't typically go incarnate again. You've been there, done that. But remember when this happened at that linear time on Earth? Did you like how that went? Or are you excited maybe for another way it could go? And everybody remembers Atlantis, whether they were physically here in the bodysuit or not. Everybody is aware of Atlantis. It had a ripple effect across this entire galaxy that is this realm of experiencing. It had a ripple effect in very, very deep and profound ways. And a lot of us were so aware of that. And we said to ourselves, never again. We will set in motion a different type of experience. We will divine, design <laughs> a platinum age set of blueprints that will further offer and restore not just the genetic codes and bloodlines and offer transformation and resurrection to a certain class or a certain group of humans, that in order to create a new ending to some of those old dramas, we need to set in motion a completely different set of plans and a completely different way of operating them. So many beings that had checked all the boxes in terms of humanity, if you look at humanity in terms of a linear progression up to back to the soul level, I don't look at it that way, but I know a lot of people do, that all of those that checked all the boxes said, I'll go. No sweat for me. I'm a fully self-actualized being. I could take a portion of my energy and plunk it right into a body, but I know what I'm doing this time. I know who I'm going to pick to be my parents. I'm going to set in motion everything I need. I'm going to collaborate with others that are similar to the way that I experience myself in the all that is, and we're going to find each other, we're going to recognize each other in the uh, superconscious state or maybe even in the conscious state. Let's see. Let's see how things go. Maybe we'll recognize each other all over the place. We'll say, hey, I know you. I know that voice. I know that laugh. I see. I see your cosmic self in your eyes. I know you. Yeah. I do know you. We did set up these divine blueprints. And it's not these, you know, Zeus kind of God figures. It's us. We're here again. Because we wanted to, not because of the same old cycle and program of, of human incarnation after human incarnation that some have gotten literally trapped in. Because the gateways to the all that is back to home, in a separation age, there are portions and collections of energy, of source consciousness that can get, you could view it as stuck, within the earthly cycles. 
the smaller cycles that happen within the separation age without a full gateway to the broader set of frequencies of energy behaving as particles and waves that allow the full openness and the full access to source creator. So when we came in with completely different codes and we intentionally chose a different color of eye or a different natural hair color or intentionally a different blood type or intentionally a non-monarchy, non-royal family, non-fancy type of lineage based on human mores and memes. We defy all of those structures in the midst of our being the carriers of these codes that we release from within our own human states of awareness. We bring them to the surface. We upload them. And the minute they reach our human awareness, all these Allaha moments that I've just been shown to myself in this, in this little 90-minute broadcast here, those are just a semblance. Those create sparks within the human genome that everybody is connected to and that everybody has access to. Everybody has access because we are all over the planet, in all countries, in all languages, with all blood types, royal or non-royal, secret society or not secret society. We're not doing that again this time. We don't have to be a certain thing genetically or any of those things in the right group in order to make it this time. (laughs) You've already fully made it, but you are intensely wired to assist all of those beings that were just somehow here for a different set of experiences that every single component of Source Creator that's here in this reality right now, that in this upliftment cycle, everybody makes it all the way to this home of Source Creator from which they came and from which they were created. And in that process, the transformation and the resurrection to the natural state of humanity, which is inherently divine, is completely and perfectly and wholly restored. And I just need to add that there is no ill will that I feel either as Jill or as a representative of my team towards those priests or priestesses. Some of us have been them too. Um, or the the establishment that set in motion the kind of haves and have-nots of the sacred wisdom, um, remembering of true nature, those teachings. I have no ill will because that, that was just, that was in a, 
Bidens with the plans that were in place at that time. They really were doing the best they could with what they knew. And the way that, I mean, the divine blueprints, <laughs> they're perfect, and yet there's always, there's always what well, we could do it this way this time. And that's an example of what we're doing right now. So it was it didn't fail. It didn't go wrong. And yet, I can see so clearly that when I connect with Ra and Thoth and, you know, the consciousnesses of pharaohs that are in these beautiful, um, I mean, glorified uh, tombs and mummification and preservation of the physical body, it is so clear to me that they were recognized code carriers and that there was recognition that those codes, once they are brought into the human consciousness, become physical it transforms physical matter. It is another form of the ultimate alchemical process within the human state. So it wasn't about preserving the body. It was about preserving the codes. And that was one way that it was done, along with symbolism that's all over those beautiful stones and etchings all over the planet, not just in Egypt. There are divine codes that have been maintained and preserved within the physical realms, within the physical layers of energy, what we call matter, in this reality, and also within the genes. And within the soul. The code carrier is also the souls. <clears throat> the divine essence that is animating the physical form and interacting with the physical matter and affecting the physical matter of Earth on the planet at this time as well. That feels pretty complete, actually. I'm going to get a drink. Okay. So just to be really clear, because I can feel that some of you are maybe accessing this information more in a fourth dimensional kind of way that has good guys and bad guys and right and wrong. Um, I'll offer another, <laughs> another portion of the message to assist you in viewing this and experiencing this and internalizing this for yourself in a way that is much more five-dimensional and beyond, <laughs> fifth and beyond, um, where there is no losers and there is no winners. There is only win-win outcomes in the fifth-dimensional structure of accessing energy, source energy, and the fifth and beyond. Okay, so let me help you with that if you're if you're still in the somebody that we need to take them down or we need to correct them because somebody's wrong, etc. There is no wrong, right? In in the highest level of the cosmic perspective, there are multiple opportunities and ways for us to experience humanity according to free will and according to the divine set of blueprints that are in operation for that age, for that yuga, for that phase and the phase of or portion of the revolution within the grand cycles and the minor cycles and the intersecting of all of them. Okay. I have no desire to take down a secret society. I have no desire to um, expose the Catholic church. 
I have no desire to prove to um, my fellow Christian friends for when I was very much in the Christian teachings, I have no desire to, to convince them that they're wrong and that I'm right. <laughs> there, there, there is no desire of that for me. I don't feel like it's even necessary. Now, if you do feel that way and you feel like it, it is like, I, I just have to do it. I just have to expose. I have to expose them. I have to do what I can to take that down. I'm I'm not going to get in your way because I don't feel like that's that's not my job. Um, I, I mean, who knows? You, again, in that ring of light that we did in the earlier in the meditation, your your structure may be that you are part of a tornado that dismantles some of the systems that don't serve humanity anymore. I don't know. <laughs> It's not part of my blueprint. My blueprint is very much about helping be, through my own being it, a level of pure and complete and wholeness of God essence, of, of my God self, um, of my unique aspect of supreme source creator that I can, that I possibly can. And I am so pre-wired to help others remember, to serve others in their own process, to guide them back to the amazingness that they are so that there are more of us in that ring, just being our amazing light and not being shy about it, really owning it. Um, however, we're wired to, some are more public, some are more private, it's all good. Um, so just recognize if you feel in any way any hate for another group or another person. Um, I I would be happy to help you with that in the private session because that's partly what I do with this cosmic perspective that needs alchemy in order to let that go. Because in in any in any sense of hate or judgment or wanting to um, really manipulate what somebody else and control what somebody else is doing, you're just playing that old game again, right? I don't I don't think you're here for that. From what I can see, you're not here for that. Um, so if there's anything that I can do to assist you in releasing your grip on that fourth dimensional way of right, wrong, good, bad, um, the alchemy that is required for the releasing of that fourth dimensional structure and expanding more fully into the fifth, fifth dimensional version of you and beyond. Again, some of us are way up into the teens at this point in terms of the level of source consciousness that we're accessing and loving it. <laughs> and yet the other dimensional states are still available and still chosen if just the right circumstances occur and we get out of our spin and we're sliding across the ice, banging into the sideboards going, what the heck just happened here? And then we pull ourselves up again in the self-awareness and we recenter and we glow again and we're all good. <laughs> it's all good. The range of realities available on earth is unlike any other. And that is in some ways why some of those self-actualized aspects of source don't come back. <laughs> They've already done it and they know that the, the, the grip and the trappings, if you will, of those slower, denser frequencies are just so gripping that it's like, I, you know, what's the value of going back again? I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. Okay. So uh, please just recognize that if you're feeling any sort of judgment or, you know, even to the point of hate or really um, just like, I hope that I hope they go down and I justice to be served and that kind of thing. We're going to get it to them. They're going to go to prison or, <laughs> or whatever. I'm going to show them any sorts of vibes like that. I really encourage you to put it, don't put it on the back burner, like pretending it's not there. Put it right out in your personal energy field. Do whatever you feel led to do. I'm happy to help with it if you're, if you're interested, like the private sessions are on my, on my wall, on the, on the uh, website. And yet, 
do whatever you need to do because we all win by you releasing that grip, uh, releasing your own um, focused grip on that fourth dimensional energy uh, range of frequencies. That parallel reality will only serve you for so long if your overall mission is to um, really access and be a fuller expression of light that you are as a source being, like, like we did in meditation. So, Okay. Hope that helps. <laughs> and I hope helping is an understatement. I hope it completely, um, I hope that this message and everything else that we do, overall, I am just delighted to do whatever I can to help you be to the fullest of your ability, the amazing and divine and awesome as an understatement, expression of God that you are. That's how we do this, you guys. It's not in competition. It's not in dissing each other. It's not in uh, comparing each other. It's in being it's being so joy-filled about who and what you are and recognizing that we all have access to that. And it will not look the same, and it's not meant to look the same in everybody else. So helping each other in a very open, uh, loving, nurturing, honoring kind of way for all of us to be our best self, capital S, the highest self-expression of God that's possible within our human forms. I win by that. All of humanity wins by that. So I care. I care about you. I care about this process. That's why I'm here. So, yes, there's a neutral witness observer and all of that. And yet my passion is really about this upward cycle, um, this upliftment cycle, this ascension cycle, and the uniqueness of these Platinum Age blueprints that we have been waiting hundreds of thousands of years to utilize this this beautiful and perfect combination of cycles that would offer this new opportunity to create this new ending it's so perfect, and I just got to say it's starting to snow here. We haven't had snow for weeks. It's just these beautiful, crystalline, teeny, tiny, almost invisible snowflakes just coming down, all in their own way, all at their own pace, all in their unique size, shape, and form, and manner. How perfect. Yes? So thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And you know, I mean that in the cosmic way. <laughs> and here, here. <laughs> um, thank you for being you. Thank you for honoring you and uh, choosing to find honor for others in the unique way that others go about things. Even if it looks wrong to you, it's it all fits within the divine plans or it wouldn't be happening. Just trust. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. We have free will. And utilizing that free will to uh, look for those and amplify those win-win situations feels so so good. I highly encourage it. It's it's very expansive in in any in any nature because it it aligns you when you are aligning towards a win-win situation. Um, again, a hallmark of the fifth dimensional vibration of operating is looking for and expecting and supporting win-win situations. Um, that is a completely different way of accessing light. You are you are more centered in your highest self in that way of experiencing than any other. Okay? And yet other roles are here to be played. There are beings here that are here because they wanted to experience the separation age. So they are not 
not if they're not if they click on a video like this, they're gonna go, What is she talking about? <laughs> Exit <laughs> Go to somewhere else because they're they're here for a different experience and that is not bad. We are still offering all those items on the menu right now. The separation age experience is still offered here where a divine soul can be here completely forgetting that they even are divine, that they are a unique aspect of God. And that's okay. It's still on the menu. I'm not going to take it off the menu. It's kind of fun <laughs> to see the amazing range of frequencies and vibrational states that are available here at this time. It's weird, don't get me wrong, but it's also kind of amazing. <laughs> really really amazing anything can happen at any moment it keeps us on our toes doesn't it okay <laughs> very good thank you so much uh, my website is www.theplatinumage.com I'm still transitioning over from the Beacon for Lightworkers name and I'm actually building a new website I'm really excited about it um, I think it'll be a lot easier to find um, the online classes and the ongoing remembering workshops that I'm sharing about once a week or once every other every other week maybe sometimes depends on my schedule and what I'm, what I'm busy uploading at that time. Um, you can find many, many other messages on the website. Um, under videos and articles is the complete archive of every video I've made and every article I've written. Facebook is another way to um, experience my work if you feel like it's supporting you in being you. And on Facebook, it's Jill Renee Online. Um, let's see. We've had, in some of the recent, what I call remembering workshops, it's um, it's a very different experience there. It's um, it's two hours, even though there's a lot of differences. It's two hours. It's much deeper content. Although this one was, this one was a pretty good gift, to tell you the truth. Um, so it's like that, um, but there's also Q&A. So there's 30 minutes. And I think in every workshop we've had at least 30 minutes of Q&A time for not private, not personal uh, sessions, but rather uh, further assisting in the overall alchemical process, um, my perspective to share on certain issues or topics that are going on, um, anything. It's fun. <laughs> Please join us. You're welcome to. They're all archived, and either archive or live is a very, I think, reasonable um, value exchange requested of nine U.S. dollars. So uh, that's a bargain considering how much information is there and the deeply activating meditations that are there too. So anyway, I think that's it. Have a wonderful week. The next gifted webinar will be March 19th. Um, so in another month. And if this was assisting to you, thank you so much for sharing it. There are a lot of, uh, opportunities in terms of remembering and a lot of amazing teachers on the planet right now, lots of different flavors of ice cream being offered. And if you feel like this one is unique and special and it was helpful to you and you feel like it would be helpful to others, thank you so much for assisting and sharing it with others. Because again, uh, whatever will work <laughs> in helping all humans that are interested be their best self, we all win in that process. So I don't have a PR team. I don't have Hay House. <laughs> it's just me <laughs> and my amazing assistant, Joey, and a lot of you beautiful people that really support my work. And it's not about me. It is about the upliftment of humanity that we are all striving for. <clears throat> so there we go. <laughs> I appreciate your sharing the work, and I appreciate your sharing these messages if you feel like they're all, they are helpful to others. I greatly appreciate your support in everything that we do. So, deep bow, namaste, love and blessings to each and every one of you. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Okay, for music, let's see what we're going to do here. I was uh, definitely feeling some uh, uh, Born This Way by Lady Gaga. Let's see if I can find her here. Oh, I hope I have it. I thought I had it on here. Maybe I don't. Oh, that's kind of weird. No, she's not on here. All right. Uh, what else are we going to do instead then? Let's see. Um, hmm, we could do that one. Let's do somebody saying, it's just a song, for goodness sakes, Jill. Just pick one. Okay. Um, let's do Keep On Moving by Soul to Soul. I haven't done that one in a while, and I really, I love, I love bass. I just love the bass and the beat. Okay, here we go. Bye-bye.
Bye, everybody. Thank you.